0: Just Welcome no, I'm back to, 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 to an all-new episode keep of the Rolling Twenties Podcast. I am Tavares. And if you're new to the show, this is a podcast about the life of a transplant-starving artist in 20-something in Los Angeles and everything that comes with that. But today I have a very special guest, my dear friend, Aronica. Welcome.
1: Hey, hey
0: everyone. How are
1: you? I'm good. I'm
0: good. <laughs> now, we always have combos about a lot of things, as you can imagine, and today will be no different. Uh, but today I really want to focus on... Um, The importance of financial literacy and how misguided we were in our 20s and young adulthood when it comes to money. (laughs) But before we get started, I want to take it back a little bit or a lot of it. And I want you to um, give me one word that would describe your 20s.
1: Oh, my gosh. I would say chaotic. Why? (laughs) Because it's like you're trying to figure out who you want to be you're meeting all these different people in your 20s and you're kind of piecing together like who's going to be your friend who's not your friend Mm -hmm. uh what drama you're going to have you're trying to work go to school um and really just focus on like what you want your life to be so it just comes with a lot of chaos a lot of times But are you thinking about
0: all of that in your 20s or are you just kind of in the moment
1: you're in the moment, I was going to say, especially when you don't have somebody giving you good guidance or feedback. Right. So you're like trying to figure it out. You're talking to different people. It's like the blind leading the blind. Mm-hmm. They're telling you stuff that may or may not work. Right. Um, and that's why it's so important from that point on up to really be around people who have a good compass on what things you should be doing. And but how if you're doing. in your 20s, you
0: don't really know who got good compass. You're just really listening to anybody who offering their advice, right? <laughs> you oh, are, man, but you the, can also
1: too see what they're actually doing oh, that's because true. I was going to say I had people who were in college ahead of me telling me what I needed to do to get to college, mm, wow. you know, or saying like, oh, this is what you should do to have this internship right. because they had internships. Mm-hmm. So I think like that's the thing is you're really kind of looking to see who's doing what and what they're making good on.
0: Uh, what's one of your favorite memories from your twenties?
1: <laughs>
0: and it could
1: be any <laughs> from any genre of life. <laughs> I mean I, I overall have to say partying, because I partied a lot. Yeah. So I think just like partying all the time, and it was just good fun partying, meeting a lot of different people, going to a lot of different clubs <laughs> and just like having a good time. You just know, care no cares. You. I was gonna yeah. say no care in the world. Um just letting the music take you where it's going to take you, right. you know, and just partying and having a good time.
0: What was your relationship with money like, Rhonda? Like, what type of family do you come from? Were you guys, like, middle class or were you missing meals? Or?
1: No, so I would say we were middle class, but now looking back, I would say lower middle class, okay. but I thought we was middle class, middle class. Right. <laughs> but, um, so we weren't missing meals, and I I got to get whatever it was I wanted But I didn't... I wasn't spoiled. Um, I did start working young at um, 15. I had my worker's permit, and I worked at a library. I'm definitely of the school. I think people need to work young because I think that's where you develop your work ethic. For sure. And I found most of my friends that didn't work at a young age don't have a good work ethic. So I but what's, what's, that.
0: I mean, most people start working at like 15, Some, 16. but
1: some don't. I've, I've known people that didn't get jobs till they were in their 20s, in um, college, mm-hmm. or out of their 20s because they had parents that were giving them well, money. Yeah. So those people, I found, tended to not have as good a work ethic. I think for me, the relationship with, with money, unfortunately, my family didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until my 20s when I started really discovering, like, what things cost right. and what it meant to, like, really sustain yourself as an adult.
0: Well, what advice were you given about money, if any? Like, I know my parents would always say protect your credit but I don't know what the fuck that means at you know whatever age they wouldn't really go into great detail and then my dad would always say a oh, man I should always keep $10 in his <laughs> bag he's 76 so $10. <laughs> $10 that's pretty much all I $10 liked. was a
1: lot in his day yeah. <laughs> um well I always was just told if you go out with people make sure you got enough money to get home
0: okay. and that's relative yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um
1: really not not anything I mean you know it was always I think which is very typical for black families is like we can't afford that money Mm -hmm. doesn't grow on trees you know I worked hard for the stuff we have so I think like I just didn't have an understanding about money at all Mm -hmm. not even about credit how that worked and that's why I fucked that off
0: well hold on so (laughs) how how old were you when you first got a credit card
1: Mm, I think around 24, 25
0: okay and was it like, uh, what made you apply for one? Or?
1: This is so stupid. It was a fucking gas card because my grandfather had let me and my aunt use the gas card. And then we both ran it up. And so he was like, that's it. And my aunt saw, you got to give back the gas card. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to have a gas card. day. Okay? <laughs>
0: That's why I have a (laughs) shell gas card to
1: this day. Makes no sense, but that was just like my thing. I'm gonna have a gas card. Were you paying the bill? Uh, no. At that time, (laughs) I wasn't paying. I was saying I was gonna pay, but I wasn't paying. But I mean, you know. But then I, I mean, then I see.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Then after that, it was like a Visa card. Yeah.
0: uh, All the. Do you remember your first credit limit on a credit card that you got?
1: It was like three hundred dollars, but it was a secure card. Oh, back then. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: My first credit card. Well, I got two. I was on at at college, and it's so ignorant because (laughs) (laughs) they were like, if you sign up for a credit card, you get a free chicken dinner. So I signed up for two, a MasterCard and a Visa from Credit One, and they were both for $1,800 each. Okay, and I got two yeah. free chicken meals. And I moved to with that? Ch- <laughs> chicken meals
1: chicken. From, where, from where?
0: I don't know. Some local chicken.
1: Oh, Two
0: chicken ninnos, right? that Okay. okay. <laughs> Somebody back or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mom and pop. <laughs> uh, was there ever a time that you had bad credit? Uh, Yeah
1: (laughs) A few times Um, And that's the interesting thing Um, Definitely in my 20s I ran up the credit Which I think is very common And then you spend your 30s trying to get out of debt Which I did And then I ran it back up again And now I'm finally getting out of debt But I think um, What I've learned too Is that it's not really about the money like money has its own energy and it's about having a spirit of abundance and I think you know they always say if you took all the rich people and gave all their money to the poor people within a year it would reverse and the rich people would be rich again and the poor people would be poor again because money is about like a mindset. And, like, that's what people have to work on is that mindset So how would you
0: uh, describe the spirit of abundance? Like, would that be, like, YOLO, like, fuck the bills, spin it? (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) not that, but it's not a spirit of lack. So it's, like, always thinking, like, and knowing things will be taken care of. Mm -hmm. But not being irresponsible. Not necessarily, yeah, not necessarily being irresponsible, but just knowing. Because I think a lot of times people feel like, I got to get this because I need to have it because I won't be able to have it uh, rather than I'll be able to have it. How do you reverse it. that? How do
0: you learn that type of... It's
1: definitely a mindset. I've read a lot of people about it. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of things where people talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a mindset. Like I... Like for instance, I have one friend He jokes all the time because I don't know how much gas is. Like yeah. I don't look... I I just know <clears throat> I'm going to be able to afford gas. you got your gas card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be able to afford gas. Yeah. So I'm not going like, damn, gas is four fifty today, and then oh my, now it's two dollars today. I don't know because I just know I need gas, and I'm gonna be always be able to buy gas. And so the universe is gonna bring that to I me. I definitely want to be like be. you
0: because I'm definitely like it's two thirty here
1: and it's two thirty three down the street.
0: Yeah, so see, and that's. I will drive ten miles to see, get those see? five cents off.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people do that like I always say too like if you're always looking for the bargain and you're always that's a spirit of lack yeah. that's you thinking you can't afford whatever it is and now I'm like I said I'm not one to go out and buy some red bottoms you right. know because I just I still always say I I, know I want a coach purse and I was saving quarters and stuff to get a coach purse and when Jay, I coach is easy. wait when I got enough to buy it I still didn't buy it because the thought of like yeah. spending that on a purse and it's and it's not that I can't afford and that's it. also not the
0: thing that you like to splurge on
1: that's what I was so, going to say it's not a yeah. thing but I still feel like I need one I keep saying I'm going to get one <laughs> I'm going to get one but I still have it but it's that energy around thinking like you can't afford something you deserve it or that you won't be able to have it instead of saying like okay all my needs are taken care of
0: what's one uh, bad financial decision you made in your 20s that you regret
1: I would say well, I would say just using credit cards for, for stuff that you couldn't see like, um, food, <laughs> you know, like like just to go out into a nice restaurant oh, okay. and spending like a couple hundred bucks on a restaurant. Which didn't make sense because you just you don't even have a set for the memory of that you don't have anything to show oh, for it right, right, right. as opposed to like if I was going to buy a TV because I needed yeah. a TV then okay I always you know, have the TV you, yeah. Yeah, yeah something okay. that I can see last. <laughs> so it's like those kind of experiences mm-hmm. I mean I like to travel so I never think that that's wasted but I think like the food bullshit clothes stuff like that yeah. you know. That's going to just be outdated and trying to keep up with the Joneses kind of stuff.
0: When I was in my early 20s, um, I had got like a letter in the mail from the little local Toyota dealership. And it <laughs> said something about I won a free trip to Vegas to come claim my prize at the Toyota place. So when I got there, I was like, yeah, I'm here to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> pick up my trip <laughs> so um, they was like oh you know we got it for you but come sit down he was like oh you know we got a lot of new cars and stuff here <laughs> he was like do you want to test drive? I'm like yeah I drive and I know I ain't got no money so I'm like fuck this let's drive so um I drove a 2007 Toyota Yaris and then when I sat down you know after we was finished driving he was like so hypothetically I said I'm telling you right now I ain't got no money he was like, you say, see. He was like if you had to throw a number out there you know, what would you put down to walk out with this? I said, shit, two hundred dollars. He was like done. And he let me leave off the lot with a brand oh, new two thousand seven wow. Toyota Yards for two hundred dollars down, but it was a bad investment, I would say then, oh, because yeah. my note was five hundred dollars. Yeah. And for full cover and full cover insurance was like hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So, so six hundred and fifty dollars a month. <laughs> for
1: Toyota at twenty two
0: <laughs> with my rent is six seventy five yes. and I'm not making no money so <laughs> yeah I think that was horrible I mean it would have been great if I could have paid it and my credit it would have been good but. <laughs> yeah, that that's what I was going to say what happened
1: <laughs> well actually
0: they started well I stopped paying after about 8-9 months I had a good run Then are, I was, you,
1: are you the type that was hiding it too no I wasn't hiding oh. it because
0: the address that I used for like insurance and stuff wasn't where I was living so I wasn't right. worried about it anyway and um, so I paid it for about eight nine months, and then I was on a run for about another eight months. <laughs> and they was calling me from different numbers, like threatening me for real. Like they crazy. They was like, and I was a little shook, and I was like, well, let me just yeah. drop it back off. And then I realized later that they was bullshit, and I could have kept it really. Oh, I, in my twenties, because <laughs> I, I thought once so so you mean. turn the car in, then that erases the debt. And they was like, oh, oh, you're still responsible for it. it. I'm like, why well, should I keep the, the car? What's yeah,
1: that? that's so funny. I got real. Real slick in my twenties and started cussing back at the uh, at the bill collectors and I'd be yeah. like, Well, where you live? Give me the number. <laughs> give me the number to where you are, so I could call you every day. And I used to just tell them, You guys can't get shit from somebody who ain't got <laughs> shit. I'm so They got so I sick, so sick of me. Them, I don't even well, yeah, but back then they I couldn't block them, me. so yeah. it's so funny because they would get so sick of me. I mean, like, what you gonna take? I ain't got shit. I ain't paying y'all and I ain't paying nobody.
0: Like really <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you can find me.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, what what are some of the downsides to having bad credit?
1: Well, that you're going to always pay more for stuff. Yeah. Because once I improved my credit, when it was time to buy a car, I think like my car, the last two cars I've had, my interest rate was like 2% or yeah. something. You know, like it's nothing right. because.
0: And no money down.
1: Exactly. Or low. Yeah. Right. And even when it comes to like getting apartments if you're gonna buy houses yeah. just everything you don't have really to pay revolves, three times the deposit yeah everything revolves on credit so like having bad credit is just it stops you from being able to do stuff
0: right and you have to pay everything cash because you ain't got no credit which exactly. is exactly or sometimes you decide like in your 20s well i'm gonna just take this trip and worry about the bill later have you ever did that
1: yeah, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I went to Cancun that way. I went to a few places like that. Went to D.C. Yeah, you know you do that. And then I think the problem becomes again because I didn't know how it worked, how credit cards and stuff worked. Is that you get the finance fee and then you get a late fee? Yeah. And the fees yes. could be like up to a hundred dollars. Then
0: you pay on the yeah. When I when I had credit cards early on, I would use my cards to the max. Pay the $25 minimum fee and spend that same $25 the same day. <laughs> and see.
1: And you never get out the hole. Never. And, that's, and that's how they make their money off of us, you know? So, like, not even understanding that I was getting a finance fee on what I had bought was... Right. I remember a friend of mine sitting me down and going, child, look at this. This is why you can't get out of debt.
0: And 39% interest rate and all that bullshit. Yeah. How did you end up learning good money management?
1: Well... I think, you know, uh, initially the first time I got out of debt, I used a um, like a debt consolidation company. They don't even do it like that was like in the um, early 2000s and they don't even do it like that anymore. Um, But they were a really good company and they taught me a lot and I was able to do it.
0: Like they sat you down and explained certain
1: Well, they were based out of Florida, but they just were like, okay, we're going to get, you know, we're going to get a certain amount on all your debt that you'll have to pay off. And then you'll pay the money to us and we'll consolidate it right. and pay off everything else. So they were really good about that. And then I, I have to say, just starting to read and talk to people who had good credit about mm-hmm. the stuff that they would do.
0: About how old were you when you realized, like, OK, I actually need to <laughs> take
1: In my, serious. Probably about 34, 35. Yeah, oh, late, wow. late. Um, and I think, too, the, the bigger thing is that... Um, Realizing, oh man, I lost my train of thought. Well, ask the next question. It is. What's well, like back.
0: when you listen to certain things on the news? People always say you should have, you know, six months worth of savings. But how do you tell people who? ain't Oh, that's what much? I
1: was gonna say. That's gonna say
0: is,
1: is not. It's also because you got to live beneath your means. That's what I was gonna say. Is the key thing is living beneath your means. And that is the hardest thing for most people yeah. because the more money you make, I found the more money you like spend. Like, they will be making
0: four thousand a month and go get an apartment for twenty five hundred.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So the more you spend or you like, oh yeah, I can get this I can get this car I want now. Yeah. You know, I think my uncle taught me years ago, he's like, buy a car that you want to keep for ten years. And um, pay it off and don't have a payment. Well, that's very hard now, late because everybody want to floss in a new right. car, you know. But I found that to be the best thing for me because my car is a 2012 and it's paid off. And I love not having a payment, yeah. you know, because that really frees your money yeah. up for so much. He also told me shop around for insurance because mm-hmm. every couple of years you're going to find another insurance company that's going to allow you to have a lower insurance rate. But most people, you stick with one insurance company and think that's the end of all. I don't know anything
0: about that. I probably bought and sold about 17 cars, and I think I've only had insurance on three of them. Oh, <laughs> and I even drove a car with no brakes for about six months. Oh, and Lord. I had it down to a sign as to where I knew when to stop pressing it the oh, <laughs> And I only tapped about three cars. Oh,
1: Lord.
0: So, <laughs> take my advice, out of it. Um... When did you really understand what a 401k is? Because I really didn't even understand what it was until this year. So how would you even explain what that is to people who don't know? shit. <laughs> 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 I'm all, the
1: age that you found out this time? No. um, I probably learned it once I, you know, got on a job where they had you putting money towards that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a key thing, too, that people yes. need to really understand about retirement. I probably started going to um, meetings and stuff about retirement actually when I turned about 40 which was good because I was in there with motherfuckers that should be retiring and they were tore up realizing they didn't have enough money to retire, you know? And so I go every couple of years because the rules change, Mm -hmm. things change, and I think you got to keep up on that kind of stuff so that you know, like, what is the formula for your retirement um, how much do you have in your 401k? How much? When are you going to be able to take that money out? Um, there's so many different types of things. And now we've got the Internet so maybe. people can Google all that stuff. I was reading
0: an article maybe two weeks ago that was saying that 60% of millennials are skipping out on the option to put money into their 401k, and, which is a horrible decision. And then they were saying something like, if you start working at 20 years old. From twenty to sixty five, oh, and you put at least a hundred dollars out of each check, then you'll have about one point eight million you'll and some sad. change in your retirement. But if you start around thirty, then that's a million dollar, uh, like bad decision because you only have like eight hundred thousand something.
1: Well, let me tell you what on. my dumbass did. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was working and I took the money out, and I was like. Let me get this money. It was $8,000 I took out at the time.
0: and I was Just like, for whatever.
1: Well, because I'd stopped the job, okay. and I was like, I'm never going to be back in that retirement system again. I'm done. So then, of course, as luck would have it, years later, I'm back in that retirement system again. But then they had it so that you can buy back the years. Mm-hmm. So I go. This was in my 40s. I go, and I say, oh, let me find out about buying back the years. That $8,000 is costing me $42,000 right now to buy it back. It was four years. They're giving me over 10 years to pay it back. I just have them deducted Did out of my check. Did you have it
0: was just to give They
1: paid. didn't because this is how I figured. I'm like, shit, I'm tired of working now. Yeah. So if I could buy them four years back, the closer I get towards retirement, that's four years that gets added on that I don't have
0: to work. And it's it's important to, if you can find a job that will match whatever you're putting into your 401k, for
1: sure. Key. For sure, yeah. Hmm. But paying back that money now, if I had known then what I know now, that money would have still been sitting there.
0: What are your thoughts on actually going to college and degrees right now? Do you think they're actually worth it in this day and age with just a bachelor's? That you have to then get a job to just pay back The stuff And you're still not really making no money Or should people get like a trade That's more in demand I
1: think you have to decide that but I'll tell you this Definitely um, Education is Not really worth it at this point right? Because I think for me It was I worth you it give a different answer. You know, Everybody does because I'm in education so Everybody <laughs> yeah. always thinks that But the reality of it is Is that Education hasn't really changed over the years, and we are not preparing people for the jobs of the future. Right. And because we're holding on to these old paradigms of what you know, people need to graduate in with degrees, it doesn't make sense that people are going to go in debt to come out. And not be able to make a decent exactly. living. And the, the key thing that's happened is technology because today people could go online and get a certificate or learn whatever skills they need and you ain't got to pay yes. $50,000 a year to get that. You could just pay your little few hundred dollars, mm-hmm. get that certificate and go work for you Yeah. You know, and I think it's like a nine
0: month course like Exactly.
1: Month course. So I feel like it depends obviously if you want to be a doctor or right. a lawyer, then yeah, you're gonna go the traditional
0: route. But if you bullshit going to college with an art degree, I don't really know too many jobs that that's high in demand for like an art major. Like, <laughs> like you could yeah, be a plumber <laughs> or electrician or something that you can always be in demand making money.
1: But I think the key thing is people got to do what they're passionate right, about. Right now, I always
0: make way for it.
1: Is you're gonna all if you are your your passion, the money will come after you do that. I agree with that.
0: Um, so when you were dating in your earlier ages, were you dating for love or were you dating for security, or did it not matter to you?
1: I was dating for love, but I soon found out (laughs) (laughs) that I need, well, in my late 20s when I lived with somebody, our biggest issue was finances. And it's interesting. As in like, who's
0: going to pay what or like what?
1: Well, you know, I didn't realize then I shouldn't have been paying shit, but (laughs) so I was like, let's split it, that bullshit. But um, (laughs) what I realized too is that... um, You can find out, like, you know, a lot of people say, well, if you live with somebody, then you learn everything. I could have found out that he was bad with money without having to live with them. But when you live with the person, you just find out quicker because it affects you quicker, Mm -hmm. you know. But if you're dating somebody, you can watch how they spend their money. And I think that's the key thing, because if you're somebody who doesn't save. I mean, my dumb ass was like, okay. We'll pay off my student... We'll, I was like, I guess have student loans as debt. But you have child support and you have yes. some fucking jewelry accounts for probably jury he bought other bitches. Right. And then you got this and that. We'll pay off all your stuff first and then we'll pay off mine. Because mine is more. And then when it came time to pay off mine he was like, uh, yeah, no, I don't want to pay off yours. I
0: think I'm just starting to get into like, I guess thinking about the future stuff. Because when I was young I definitely was dating for love, which I think is great, but I dated guys who had a lot of money, but I didn't end up with those guys. I fell mm-hmm. for the, the broke niggas, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to
1: keep it real. And,
0: um, yeah, uh, when I was in my 20s, I actually used to date uh, the producer of Scandal. And he was super rich. And I was, like, 25 at the time, and he was about 41. And I didn't understand him working 16, 17-hour days. And I would just bug him and call his live all day. And he was live. And I didn't understand. What and he that really meant. wasn't doing nothing. He was really working. Working, yeah, of course. And, um damn i wish i'd go and <laughs> 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 and then i remember years later seeing cuz the- he's probably
1: how old now y'all have what uh, age difference
0: he's like 12 13 years old oh, okay maybe. um he lived in hollywood too but anyway i remember uh, ti saying years ago do you want a busy man or you want a broke man
1: well, yeah and i was like
0: damn that's deep
1: it's true but i do think people can find a balance For sure. as they get older they have to find the balance
0: yeah yeah, yeah definitely uh, would you rather fall in love with someone who can't save money or someone who can't keep a job? No, <laughs> you know, if you I'm a on neither.
1: That's not an option on either of those. Um, well, the can't <laughs> saving money, I, I'm gonna say, now You got to have a motherfucking job, or you got to have some type of income. Yeah. Let me say that. You got it. Maybe, maybe you ain't maybe going a to a nine to five, system. but you can sell, you can sell CBD oils and shit yeah. legally in yeah, California. Something. Yeah, something, but. I, the kids saving money You know The thing is If they bringing in the money I can always finagle my way To get some So that part May not be as bad But right. not working Not bringing nothing in Oh
0: no right.
1: So if a man has
0: a job And is living check to check But treats you like a queen Does he have a chance with you
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you got a big check.
0: Don't
1: forget that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> what are some like short term financial goals you have like in the next, say, three to five years?
1: Well, I'm only a few thousand dollars from being a hundred percent debt free. So I'm really happy yes. about that. And then for me, the big thing is I just want to start saving. Um, I think, especially during this time of COVID 19, mm-hmm. you really start seeing like you need to have Like when people are saying have a year's salary, like, yeah, let me get that year's salary on deck so I can have that. So I think that's it. And, um, you know, thinking about buying property for myself, I've never really wanted to own property before. I do feel like the market's about to turn in the next few years. Mm -hmm. So it would be a great opportunity to get property at a decent, like a more reasonable price.
0: price. Yeah, (laughs) like what
1: it should be. So I think that's like definitely a goal. And then, you know, I'm just looking forward to retirement and trying to um, come up with another income stream. I think right. that's important, too, yeah. is having another income stream so you're not just always worried about your regular check or if yeah. you're retired, what that is. But you have other things, too.
0: I'm finally getting my credit together this year. And then I uh, decided this year to start saving for my surrogate. Oh, which nice. I, you know, in five years, I plan on having somebody's baby. But... Um, So, yeah, I'm trying to get my little change together. Perfect. Uh, Before you leave, I do like to play a game with my guests. It's like a rapid-fire round. So Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, Would you rather be loved or feared? Loved. Why?
1: Because love, that emotion is just nice. You can't go wrong with love. Yeah. Fear you could go wrong with.
0: (laughs) You feel like you get respected if you have fear, right?
1: Mm, Only for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because people get tired of being fearful of somebody eventually. So, but when they love you, they love you.
0: What's your favorite quote?
1: People show you who they are. Believe them.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> <Come> on, <Yana. laughs> Best advice you've ever gotten.
1: Um, that's a good. It's so much. Take your time. I know so much different advice.
0: It could be something ignorant to
1: it. <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs> oh, that's Buddy, oh. Stay with him <laughs> <laughs> No I was going to say know when to let go You mm, know yeah. And that's of everything Of yes. jobs, of people Of feelings Like just know when to let go Worst advice The worst advice is To try to make other people happy Do stuff for other people mm-hmm. when it, At the detriment to yourself You know
0: What's the secret talent that you
1: have mm, I don't know if it's a secret But I do think I could read people pretty well Okay. Like yeah. intuitive? Or yeah, just? definitely. Yeah, exactly. in most situations, kind of get a vibe for who people are.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything that you thought to be true 10 years ago that now is not true?
1: Well, I never thought our world would be as bad as it is 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought we would self correct a lot sooner. And now the way things are, like, I never thought we would go backwards as far as like racism and hatred that we have. So that is really surprised me because, I mean, you know, you know, it's always there. But to see it so blatant now, I would have never thought that would have happened.
0: What's been the lesson that's taken you the longest to learn?
1: Probably love myself.
0: Mm. Yeah. And what keeps you encouraged?
1: Um, just waking up to a new day, knowing that you got a new beginning and you can make it whatever you want. You know, I mm-hmm. think that's the thing of like keeping that in your mind, like, okay, it's a new day. What, what can I make this day be for myself? And just like that, you know, can lead to endless possibilities.
0: Well, I think we can end it on that. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. Always a pleasure. Always
1: a pleasure. <laughs> Guys, go ahead and
0: drop down in the description box and hit the link for all... Uh, Social media platforms. We are streaming everywhere. The Roman 20s podcast. Hit me up on Instagram at Thick and Savage. Good night.